Hello and welcome to Ticket to Life. This is Henry and what shall we talk about today? Oh gosh, I've got so much stuff to share with you. I hope you have time to listen. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for allowing me to be part of your day and thank you for listening. If you're driving on your way to work to hear this um, and I say something shocking, I don't plan on saying anything shocking, but you never know what might come out of my mouth. But um, my, can you believe it? February is almost out of here. We got an extra day this year because it's leap year. So a lot of people are ready for February to be gone and over and done with. As for me, it was, uh, it was kind of a, it, it was busy, but you know what? You want to be busy when, when you're at my age, you don't want to be sitting around, but I hope that you all did enjoy your month of February for 2024. I just, um, want to talk about the ick factor. I don't know how many of you know what the ick factor is, but before we go into the ick factor, I'm, I have a question for you. Have you ever been to a retreat before? Um, of course, when you, a lot of people hear retreat, the first thing they think, oh, it's a, it's a religious retreat. It's a, no, I don't want to go. No, actually some of those are definitely worthwhile going to. But they have all sorts of retreats for marriage, uh, work-related, family. And I'm just curious. I have been on several. And I um, sometimes return from these uh, retreats and I'm exhausted. And when you leave some of these retreats, you're like, did I get anything out of it? Why, why did I agree to go? Because someone convinced you to go. Uh, yeah. It's those friends that say, oh, come on, I won't go unless you go. And then you always feel guilty and say, okay, I'll go. How many of you have done that? I'm, I'm pretty notorious for jumping in and going, okay, I'll go. It'll be fun. Of course, I always like to say that I can have fun in a padded room. So what does that mean? What does that tell you about me? Don't, don't turn, turn me off. Wait, <laughs> but um, anyway, so I have been on some retreats. And, uh, sometimes when you go, you're not sure what to expect. They may give you an agenda, but you're, you're sure not, you're just not sure what's going to happen. And, um, literally sometimes I come home and didn't get a doggone thing out of it. It's like, why did I just waste my whole weekend? <laughs> now it doesn't mean that all the retreats are like this because a lot of retreats are really worth it. Uh, but I have been to several, um, don't think I'll attend any, <laughs> unless it's a wine retreat. No, <laughs> but, um, now uh, the, the word, why I'm bringing this up is because, um, the police association always has a marriage retreat, which, uh, you know, police officers and police families are usually pretty high on the divorce rate, uh, because of the crazy job, crazy hours, um, but so there's a retreat and uh, my husband have a, and I have attended. They've actually, when I said we've attended, well, we have, and they've asked us to speak. And last year we were on a panel where these younger officers and this couples were asking us questions. And uh, this year I chose not to go, but my husband 
went. So instead, I had my friends over. So that was my retreat. I had a, a bunch of my nice, close friends from school come over. And my husband went, but that the the reason he did go is he's part of the cook team for the department and and uh, they cook all the meals for the retreat well not all the meals but most of the meals for the retreat so anyway I just think that's funny because that was my thing oh yes my husband's at the retreat and I'm here with my friends so maybe that's kind of a retreat a little break in the marriage you know because I'm usually not in this house by myself so it was kind of nice and it's kind of awkward because we're always together it seems like but that's a good thing. That is a good thing. <laughs> um, but if it, have you ever been to a retreat? Um, now I don't want to turn anyone off and go on retreats because they are great. If you if you got if you have good speakers and and people who really know what they're talking about, it's great. But have you ever gone to a retreat or even uh, meeting people you really don't know at these retreats, other than the person you went with or the one that convinced you to go? And that's when some of us become socially unintelligent. Yes, I have a podcast on socially uh, intelligent. I think I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago again, because I have been in that place recently. And it, it is awkward when you go to a whole new place, you don't know anyone. And usually there's lots of people and usually they are with their friends. Well, there's always someone that knows more than the leader of the retreat. <laughs> they, they start off with um, a question. And this is just, uh, this is one thing leading to another because that's what I do. Uh, they, so they all, always start off with a question to the, you know, to the person uh, uh, in charge of that certain retreat or whatever. And they, and the, and the um, director or the spokesperson answers the question because you were just asked the question. But then the person who asked the questions always corrects them and knows more about the question. <laughs> so, and we had just gone to an HOA meeting for our neighborhood with the police department in our little town. And uh, there was a lady and well, she was from another neighborhood with HOA and it was just funny because she knew everything about the city the 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 city we're in it's just, it's a small city but she knew everything and she'd ask a question answer the question she'd ask a question I just think it's funny when people do that it's like why are you asking the questions if you know the answers but anyway where this is leading to is the ick factor I don't know how many of you know again what an ick factor is an ick factor is about someone who you usually love. And I mean, it can be a family member, including your spouse, a parent, kids. And there's just something about them as much as you care and love them. That makes you ick. <laughs> just something. I mean, my husband knows. <laughs> I'm sure... I have plenty of ick factors for my husband. I'm pretty sure he's always going ick and I don't even know that he is. But my ick, I will tell you what my ick factor is with my husband and he will tell you. And it is chewing. Um, when he chews, if it's crunchy, it's it drives me nuts. If anyone chews. And actually I found out that was a phobia. <laughs> and that phobia is called misophonia. 
Yes, it's a phobia. I know. Of course it is. What isn't a phobia? I think we all have some sort of phobias. But anyway, it's a it's a selective sound sense sensitivity syndrome. And apparently I have that. If I hear anything, you know, if I was if someone had to torture me and they were just chewing in my ear, they wouldn't need to hurt me any other way. That would probably just drive me nuts chewing in my ear. And it says even people's breathing can trigger this. You know how some people just breathe really loud? And you're like, okay, just take one big breath and you'll be fine. But <laughs> so these are things that you know about me. So uh, a finger tapping, uh, the sound of a windshield wiper, just like, I guess it's that continue, cons consistent sound that, that keeps going, going, going. So anyway, so that is my, I guess, pet peeve or phobia, misophonia, misophonia. I think that's correct pronunciation. So I did have a friend and her name was Gloria. That's actually her real name. Um, I know I didn't change the name this time. Uh, but she would literally uh, chew quietly. She was a very soft-spoken person. She um, was very kind and sweet. I don't think I ever, ever heard her raise her voice. And I knew her for years. And um, so one time we're having lunch together in the little lunch room. And she has a sandwich and chips and she was actually chewing those chips like she didn't have anything in her mouth. I've never seen or heard anyone not hear a crunch from a potato chip. Yeah, that was amazing. Maybe she was dipping them in the water and they were dissolving in her mouth. Anyway, it was just kind of crazy for me. I just don't, I, I wish everyone could eat chips, including myself. I'm sure I'm, I make all sorts of noise like that. But anyway, ick factor, and that's mine. That's my thing when certain people chew or smack or do certain things. But um, it, it's it's a very strong gut reaction. It's, um, I don't know, just, it's crazy. I mean, I, yeah, so we all have ick factors to a certain degree. I mean, like I said, is there someone that you just love and adore in your household, be it your children, like people that like eat something and smack on their fingers and Oh, oh, oh. Look, I'm icking myself out right now. So there are certain things, but unfortunately, in a relationship, this cannot be healthy. Uh, you know, it's funny because you can have some woman, some man in your relationship, the other person, and there is just something they do. Let's say they tap their, their pens a lot, or they just they breathe heavy or their laugh is annoying, but yet you love them so much. I always find it interesting when someone gets a divorce or breaks up with their significant other and they start pinpointing every single ick factor that they have that has a, a just bothered them from the very begin, beginning of the relationship. Uh, the, like, let's say they are already having a, a relationship with someone else. Well, no matter what, they start finding every single thing. Oh, I just hate how he chews his nails. He's always chewed his nails. <laughs> wow, this is nothing new. You married him for 25 years and now that bothers you? I, I, things like that can really be hurtful and it can be harmful to a relationship. Now, 
Think about it just for a second. Who in your life do you love so much or care for so much, but yet there's just that something that drives you nuts? Now, you know, with my husband, again, he loves to have peppermints. (laughs) And I... I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share something with you that I've never shared with anyone. I have, I have what I call hound hearing, like a hound, you know, a dog, a hound. I can hear, my hearing's just very good. And we can <laughs> be in bed. And I, you know, when you eat a peppermint till that's very tiny and then you start biting it so that's what that's my husband starts doing that and I'm like are you almost finished with that peppermint and he'll look at me because you can hear that and I'm like yes so instead of doing that I solved the problem instead of going to bed getting irritated I put my little airpods in and listen to music or something so anyway back to relationships and the ick it's it's really good for you to honestly bring that out in the relationship say you know this really bugs me uh but I love you and but you need to talk to your person that's icking you out now your kids that's one thing uh they're just kids they're they're learning (laughs) and you that's when you can say okay stop licking all your fingers after you have you know something sweet or something like that but when it's an adult, you should be able to have that relationship where you can talk and say, oh, you know, it really bugs me. I I hate it when you're tapping your fingers or something. Now, they may get offended, but they will be more self-conscious knowing that bothers you. And I'm not saying they're going to stop. And you don't want them to change completely just because it's icking you out. Uh, But it's really good for you to be able to express what is bothering you with what a habit is of theirs. Um, Just like you. Honestly, people, no one is perfect. No one whatsoever. We might be pretty close to perfect or you think you are. uh, But no one is perfect. So I'm sure that there is something in your life that icks someone out. And, uh, And it doesn't even have to be someone that you are in a relationship with. It could be the lady sitting next to you that knows everything. It could be the guy who definitely knows better than to pick his nose. And I know that's just a disgusting habit, but some people just pick their nose and they don't realize it. So you need to call people out. Need a tissue? (laughs) Just there are certain things that, and it's not very sanitary either, right? So if you're feeling like you and your husband or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever friend is really starting to bother you and you think it's affecting your relationship, you really need to be able to talk to them about it. Because you don't want something as simple as tabbing your fingers to drive you out of the relationship and drive you nuts. And if you if you can't figure out how to tell them, go to therapy. Good old therapy is there. And don't forget, I'm not a therapist, a doctor, or a life coach. I'm just Henry. And these are all my opinions, and I really believe that. I really, I've never gone to therapy other than I think this is my therapy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, listeners. Again, let me get off the couch uh, and go on with the podcast. But I think it, it, 
if you're positive when you bring this up to them, they'll know, oh, well, wait, because a lot of people are not even aware of what they do. They have no idea. You know, um, they may lick their lips a lot. I, I have a friend and it doesn't bother me, but you can't help but like start counting how many times he's going to lick his lips when he's telling you something. Um, it, it, it's just interesting. Uh, you know, the way some people are intimate and well, you hope most, most relationships, there's some intimacy, right? Uh, but let's say first thing in the morning, I am not a first thing in the morning kiss and let's have some fun. No, we need to brush our teeth. I have got to have a fresh breath. I just, your mouth's been... (laughs) open and shut throughout the night with that mouth guard. No, you, you really need to, <laughs> to go brush your teeth. But I, I know this is kind of a, a weird uh, podcast, but it is, uh, honestly, it's, it's a true thing. I mean, like people who just, and you just think, is it a habit? Yes, it is a habit. And I'm, but I think that if it's re- affecting your relationship, that you really should be able to talk to the, the person again it, it is funny when people have an affair, I've noticed because I've had several friends who have had affairs, they always start picking at their significant other and finding every single fault available because it's like, well, he, he drove me to, to go see this other person. He, you know, it, we, he just wouldn't stop, uh, tapping his his fingers. He wouldn't stop <laughs> chewing on peppermints. No, I'm not having an affair. Uh, but I, I mean, there are, there are just, they find every single thing because when you are doing something wrong to someone else, you always find fault with them. Like that's what drove you. Even though you know right from wrong, that's what people will do. We will, and I, I me included, I'm sure I've done, no, I have not had an affair or I plan to, but, uh, but uh, you start finding the faults with that other person or that child or that, you know, parent. I mean, parents can have that ick factor on you. Um, my, of course, I would say my parents didn't, but they probably did, especially as a teenager, because I've always been really mouthy, uh, speaking what's on my mind. And again, it usually gets me in a lot of trouble, but yeah. Uh, but I know that my mom probably uh, would hear me wake up and thought, she's awake. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but so I, this podcast is about something that I I just thought it was interesting to know because a lot of people won't address it. They won't say, you know, yeah, there's, uh, he just, I don't know. I do so much for him or I'm always doing this for her and buying her this and she doesn't appreciate it. Well, maybe she's going nuts because of your tapping of the fingers or because, uh, a woman can do a lot of ick factors. I can tell you that. I know we can. Um, but anyway, so I, this is this was just something I wanted to share with you because, you know, I, I guess I didn't know it had a name. But also, I didn't know misophonia was 
something either about chewing. I looked up, it's crazy when you look up phobias. Oh my gosh, I think we all have phobias. I should do a podcast on phobias. And that's, I'll tell you, I'm going to read a list. That's what I'll do. I will make a list and then I will tell you about the different phobias and and of course, you know, most phobias are, they're considered mental health or the mental illness, excuse me, mental illness. So it's um, interesting. I guess we all have quirks and you know what? Quirks are what makes us. Uh, but some people really, you just can't, I don't know. You know, there's, that was something I had read and it's about crying. Like, I mean, as I've gotten older, become more sensitive and I do cry a lot more. Um, and it's okay to cry. And yes, there's a podcast about crying and it is okay for men to cry too, for goodness sakes. A lot of people believe that men shouldn't cry. And, and that's another thing women might say, well, he shouldn't be crying. He's a man. No, he has feelings. No, God gave him those tear ducts for a reason. Uh, use them. But if people get annoyed, that's their ick factor. People get annoyed with other people who cry. Um, I think I used to get annoyed when I was younger and stupid. Uh, but I think I used to get annoyed when people cried about everything and anything. Now my grandmother used to cry all the time. Um, and now I cry. So my mom always used to say, don't make fun of people cause you're going to wind up being like them. Hello. Uh, but I do, I, I, I'm more sensitive to people's feelings now. I, uh, definitely watching service on TV, the, the service we started watching in Kansas, believe it or not, we watch a church service in Kansas every Sunday, but, um, uh, it is, I, I bet I cry just about every Sunday. And I mentioned that to someone and they said, Oh, I don't want to watch church. If it's going to make you cry. No, it's not making upsetting me. It's the, it's the joy of feeling the Holy spirit through the TV. Who would have thought? that you could feel God anywhere and in, uh, from one state to another. It's amazing. But anyway, and it is okay to cry. And I know a lot of people do get annoyed crying. Well, the article, I'm sorry, it got off on something else. But article I read was something about people crying and how you felt about it. Like, let's say someone is at their job and uh, a guy comes in. We're going to use a guy because men cry too. Uh, and he comes into work and he's just very upset and he's emotional and he's sitting at his desk and no, he's not sobbing, but you can see he's upset and he's crying. Well, first of all, somebody said, well, that's so unprofessional. Well, I'm sorry. You don't know what happened to him. He could have lost his dog. He could have lost all the money in his bank. He could have gotten scammed by a, a woman. You know, you don't know what they're going through. And no, those, and you can't really take these to your office, but, or place of business or whatever, but it is okay to cry. You know, you're supposed to leave all your feelings at home. Well, no, some of us just can't do that. And I mean, there are women that I know that really just are, they just don't think men should cry. And I'm, I'm sorry, but that's really old school. I really think that's, uh, that, that's. Sorry about that. I really think that that's, that's not right. Because, again, I think people are should cry. I think that um, it's okay to express your feelings. Now, it's okay to express your feelings also if you have an ick factor. If you have this ick factor with someone you care about, you need to talk to them about it. Because it can 
and it will ruin your relationship. And I oh, no, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I mean, that's just logical. If you're not that crazy about what someone does or says all the time, and you know, there are people that, I remember in high school, there was this girl and she thought it was cute, but it really wasn't. And when she'd be uh, discussing something that was called a health occupational career class, I don't know what it was. Anyway, then what it stood for. But um, anyway, training, that's what it was. Health occupational career training. Anyway, that was a class I had taken. And I remember she, she was like the president of the club. And so she got up there and she would ask questions. She goes, well, raise your paws. Now we're in high school and that might be cute, but I didn't think it was cute in high school. I still don't think it's cute, but and every time she said that, so that was like an ick factor. And I, and she was like, I was like, no, get off the stage, you know? <laughs> Just, so anyway, I think that it's important and I, people will bother you throughout life. You will meet someone somewhere, but guess what? You don't have to go home with them. They don't live with you. It, it, this ick factor is more, I think for, um, you and your relationship with a certain someone. And it could be a work thing, you know, because you are probably at work more than uh, with your coworkers than you are at home with your kids and your significant others. So anyway, if there's an ick factor, I'm not sure if you want to bring, you should be able to bring it to work and talk to somebody. Hey, you know what? Well, if it's a really personal problem, you probably shouldn't say anything, (laughs) but uh, stay away from it if it bugs you. Walk away. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the person who interrupts a lot when someone's talking and I have, I have, I'm training myself to do better. So I usually, I will start eh, and then I'll, don't, don't say it, let them finish, you know, but I think with my mind, it's like that thought is in my head at that moment. If I don't say it, I'm going to forget it because I forget a lot now. So, uh, anyway, so that's my whole take on the ick factor, um, and retreats again to retreats are great retreats are good I don't want to tell anyone not to go on a retreat because they are fun um actually they're a lot of fun when you go with a fun person um but if you you really need to make sure to check it out if you're going to go to retreat make sure you you uh it's something you want to do because otherwise you are going to waste your time and someone else's time and just don't do it (laughs) if you really don't want to do it don't do it but um we get that option because we're adults. Anyway, so this is Henry, and um, I hope that everyone is, uh, March, I can't believe March, now I'm going back to the month, but March is on its way, and we have St. Patty's Day, but we have Easter already. It's crazy. So uh, I hope that everyone is enjoying your day, enjoying your life, and if you need to tweak something, Make sure or tweak something with your in a relationship. Do it gently, do it kindly, and don't do it when you've been drinking or if you're upset because that's just going to cause a crazy, crazy, chaotic day for you and the other person. Be gentle about the ick factor. Um, yeah, who knows? You might be listening to me right now and going, ugh. And that's okay. But until next week, this is Henry. Have Go find your blessings. And don't forget, you can hear Ticket to Life and all my other podcasts about anything and everything on any major podcast platform.